Jay Uso is not knocking down five guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless they're burgers and fries. Thank you for listening to Grapples to Apples <laughs> on SoundCloud.com. <laughs>
hate you so much. Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespeare in Canada, the major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, except for winner, because that's who I'm not. <laughs> and as you guys hear, we have probably our co-hosts now. Like <laughs> almost to that point, right? They're here all the time. We can't get rid of them, although we've tried. We're like a bad rash. We ain't going nowhere. And what's worse, there was no. That's how you put them on the show. You're in my life permanently. I'm stuck with them forever. Well, if I, all right. So if I'm stuck with you forever, <laughs> meaning I'm stuck with them forever. So I'm stuck with go. them forever as well. Wow, it sounds True like that. a real family. We're stuck. There was no. Other. There you go. There was no bur- barbecue today. I'm hoping somebody I, had a beer, but we have the suburban brothers here. Introduce yourself, boys. Yeah, Tommy Boy in the house. Tommy Boy, kick it off, brother. He's trying to. <laughs> oh, sorry. I stepped on <laughs> your toe. My toes. My Tommy Boy's here. And, of course, everybody knows this intro. Let's hear it. Barbecue and beer. The Suburban Brothers are here. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's ring that bell. Come whoa, on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, take it easy, Pussycat. Take my pants off first. I did. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so sorry. I'm on the I'm on the podcast with my favorite guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You want to tell the people your name? I mean, come on. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Wait a minute. <clears throat> the baby maker <laughs> out of Brooklyn, New York, by way of Huntington, New York. Yeah, he's doing the, the gubby baby gubby. maker. Big Daddy Hugo. Let's go, Big Daddy Hugo. Trying to get us, get us into bed with our pants still on. That's right. You know it. I got skills. <laughs> as, I got I skills. Earlier, <laughs> as, as I stated earlier, we're recapping Survivor Series 2020. Um, we had a, a decent card. Uh, let me pull up the match card. Only seven, card, seven, seven matches. matches. One pre-show match. Um, usually, we like to do this whole, hey, Thrill, do me a favor thing. But because, you know... The baby maker starting with the <laughs> rules now. I'm excited. I'm sorry. God. Baby maker. Tommy yes. Boy did it. Tommy Boy did it last time. I'm giving you the opportunity. Do me a favor. You could have stopped that. Do me. Wow. Please ring. Please ring that bell. <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be an episode today. <laughs> Aren't they always? <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Thrill, please kick us off. <laughs> so the pre-show match, or the kickoff match, or whatever you want to call it, was the dual brand battle royal featuring 18 superstars. Uh, the participants were as fought. Where, uh, where is it? Where is it? Here we go. John Morrison, Kalisto, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Cedric Benjamin, Cedric Sheldon. Shelton, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, Buddy Murphy, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Elias, Jeff Hardy, and Chad Gable. And of course, Excuse me. the winner. <laughs> I'm the stopping winner. you right there. Okay. Oh, I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you right there. Stop you do right. Shinsuke Nakamura, but you don't call Ricochet Rakaket? Bro, you're a phony. You are in my a hack doodle doo. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, you're 100% right. To be fair, 
I was I couldn't decide how I wanted to do everyone's names, so I was just kind of going off the cuff, spitballing it. When I passed Ricochet, I was like, "Oh, I should have done Rakocket." So yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry, but I didn't want to go back. And then I yeah. that's, why, that's why I botched Shelton Benjamin. I got so caught up in not saying Rakocket, but I couldn't say you his name. Right. No, you messed up. You messed up. I did. I did. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You deserve better. All right. So. So the, I funny, the funny part about this match is that the predictions were all wrong. Of all the people that put down predictions for this match, only one person had a prediction of anyone who was actually in the match, and that was Joey, who picked Jeff Hardy. Everybody else picked someone who was not even in the match. I didn't even <laughs> you, pick. You went left field like usual yeah. and picked uh, sweatpants. Sweatpants Tucker, baby. <laughs> I picked Mustafa Ali because this would have been a good show. There wasn't even a Retribution member in the match. There wasn't Retribution on the show at all. Oh, guess if they're on the show or not. It's like Mustafa Ali, this is a, the perfect opportunity for Retribution, Mustafa Ali, their leader, to say, yep. hey, we're real. I won this for Raw. Mm-hmm. And then he'll say, he wouldn't even say, I didn't, I didn't win this for Raw. I won this for Retribution. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. Mm-mm. Who do they have win? A guy who has the Money in the Bank briefcase already. Yeah, there was no reason for him to win this match. In real Survivor Series time, the Retribution and Hurt Business would have been in a match against each other. But, you know, Mm -hmm. Survivor Series was But why? But why? Why? We see it every every week on Raw. Right. No, I I, 100% week. Exactly. Exactly. I think back then they would have seen the writings on the wall saved it for Survivor Series, and they would have done it as one of the traditional Survivor Series matches. Oh, what you do is the build-up, you have each member face off one-on-one mm-hmm. every week, have them tie going into Survivor Series, and the elimination match is their blow-off. That's how it used to yeah. be. That's how you build a story. But because there's no such thing as story building anymore, Never survived. they go, here you go. Back to The Miz. Uh, we had the false finish with the Miz uh, getting eliminated but not getting eliminated because he got over the ropes. He rolled in real quick, and Dominic kicked him out, and he last eliminated Chad Gable. Miz comes in and throws Dominic out. Now, do you think... Take the Miz out of the equation. Do you think Dominic or Chad would have benefited from winning this battle royal? Or do you think it was just a whatever, like, cannon fodder, basically? I mean, I think the way they booked this was cannon fodder kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. was, During the match, we are you know, as usual, we're messing with each other. And I was saying, I think Apollo should have won this match. Because he hasn't done anything since losing the U.S. title and having his feud with um, the Hurt Business. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if you have Apollo win this, you can have him doing something again. If we're talking between the, the final three of Dominic the Miz and um, Chad Gable, Chad Gable, there's like, A, they gave him his name back, and B... He took his name back. Or he took his name back, whatever. Um, and he's doing the uh, Alpha Team thing. So if you want to give any validity to Alpha Team, then you have to have Chad Gable win. Dominic doesn't mm-hmm. need this. It's nice for Dominic, but he doesn't need it. He's Rey Mysterio's kid, you know? Him being in there as long as he was is enough. 
for a rookie. Yeah, but but we hate nepotism, so we don't want Dominic to build on like we don't want Dominic to be catapulted because of his father's name. We want Dominic to to build his own character, similar to the way that Mysterio did. Sure, I agree, but I'm saying that like the fact that he's even this far should be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're talking between these three, it should have been Chad Gable. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. All right. So let's kick off the show properly. Uh, I did not think this match was going to start off the pay-per-view, but start off it did. The five-on-five men's Survivor Series elimination match, Team Raw, consisting of the phenomenal AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle, taking on Team SmackDown's Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Everyone's prediction for this was absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Raw coming into this, showing dysfunction and and not being able to cohesively work as a team leading mm-hmm. into Survivor Series, just gonna they're gonna sweep the table for this match and sweep they did. The one thing that did stick out to me was each member of the team had an elimination, and I don't think I've seen that in a long time for the Survivor Series, if ever. Yeah, it's a fair point. I can't think of a time yeah, where that happened right. before. Now, I was I'm trying to refer to Tommy Boy to see because him and I, you know, we are basically the wrestling historians. Um, I can't remember a time where we had uh, one elimination per man we'd have to do on a the team. Research. I, I don't think we're gonna find anything. But we'd have to do some research. Like you, you've seen, you know, one, you know, single handed victories, but I don't think it ever a one for one for one for one for one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like. I'm looking at the eliminations, and to see each eliminated by is a different person. I don't think I've ever seen that. There's usually at least like one guy who they'll have like clear house, like oh he was so dominant, you know, eliminated three people, blah blah blah. But oh yeah, they said it with Braun. Braun, uh, yeah. Braun has eliminated four four people at the yeah. max. He's tied the max. So, but uh, it was it, a good I match. Think it makes sense for the story that they told, though. Yeah. I was like, everyone um, pulled their own weight. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, we're all dysfunctional, but they worked as a team. Exactly. Um, the one thing that, that stood out to me in this match was um, SmackDown wasn't breaking up pins when their guys were getting pinned, but yeah, Raw was. that stood mm-hmm. out big time. It, almost to the point didn't make sense. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, you guys are – there's dysfunction. But you guys have been in a tag team match. You're supposed to break up the pin. Why didn't anybody do it? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And they played the same thing on the flip side in the women's match. And I said this to you guys in the group chat. They're they're playing up the team aspect. If you're all there as a part of it, like if you just happen to be on the team, but you're out for yourself, you don't care who gets eliminated before you as long as you're looking out for yourself. But if you're truly working as a team – then you're doing everything you can, A, to win as a team, and B, to protect your teammates also. That's what happened in the women's match. I mean, we'll get to that later. But if you notice, the Raw women were not interrupting pinfalls. The SmackDown women were. And come back, I, 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 I call SmackDown women were the ones that were, you know, chummy. I call BS on that. Okay. Because there's strength in numbers. It doesn't matter if you're, you're, you're enemies or not. There is always strength in numbers. There are two people are more likely to win over one. 
Yeah, but we don't like that's not a common thing that you see in Survivor Series matches. The, the eliminations happen with the rest of the team just watching all the time. Like that's the norm because it's not one fall to the finish; it's elimination. So, all, how many? I mean, I feel like the regular occurrence is you get that wide shot where you have the the corner of the a person who's getting eliminated, and you see them just watching, and then they go, "Oh!" They throw their hands up when they when the person gets eliminated. Yeah, they did. Both teams are standing there. One is an actively breaking up pins while the other stands there like they traditionally do. Yeah, if you see you see Team Raw breaking up pins, wouldn't it like a light bulb turn on for Team SmackDown? Like, oh, maybe we should break up pins also. Like, doesn't that make sense? Yes, again, yes and no. It's, 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 There's only so much logic in WWE and in wrestling booking to be to, in general. You know? And if you're trying to tell a story of teamwork... Mm-hmm. Then that's how you you can't have the other team also doing it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I still think it's like silly mm-hmm. that that, that they sure. did that. I mean, I I understand that there's also time limit. You can't have everybody breaking up pins. Yeah. But still. I mean, I mean think, of, think of that also. You know, in the Survivor Series matches, especially like in this one, a lot of these guys are main eventers who typically will run twenty minute matches before they eat one pinfall. But in a Survivor Series match, these guys, they take two hits and they get eliminated, you know? So, things are the rules of the game are a little different in Survivor Series matches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, I just got a message from my watch. It says, try to get to bed to keep my sleep current active. And I was like, that's not happening. I'm 20 minutes too late. (laughs) 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 Okay, so, so Raw wins. Hold on. I um, wanna, so you guys had took issue with Seth Rollins' elimination. Do you want to touch on that quickly? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I actually completely forgot about it. No, I didn't take issue with it. I kind of thought it was It was weird. shocking more than anything. Thank you, Tom. It was shocking. Really? Yeah. I saw, from the minute Seth Rollins came out, he looked like... like he Dejected? Was, yes. He was just he was just going through the motions. His face looked like he wasn't there. None of what happened surprised me. As soon as he got in the ring, I thought to myself, I'm "Like he's gonna lay down for the pin." Now he didn't. He ended up taking the knee so that Sheamus can eliminate him with an actual move. But I thought he was gonna sit, just lay down and take the pin. Mm-hmm. I was not surprised in the least bit, especially when they were because. During the pre-show, before the match, during the match, they kept playing up, you know, Seth Rollins and his the effect of Murphy betraying him. He's still reeling from what happened on Monday night. I mean, on SmackDown with Murphy betraying him, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they, they're really driving home the biblical, like, story, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is the Monday Night Messiah. Well, he's More the, sad, he's the, the, savior the SmackDown. SmackDown savior, yeah. yeah. He's the savior of SmackDown Sorry. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we had that was the first elimination, no? Yes. Yes. Then yes. we had <laughs> uh, then Kevin Owens goes on a stunner party, but then eats a phenomenal forearm and gets eliminated by AJ Styles. I liked it though, because he didn't stun AJ Styles. AJ yes. got thrown out of the ring, right. he's stunning everybody, he turns around into a phenomenal forearm. Right. It was a perfect transition. Agreed. Uh, then we had Corbin getting eliminated by Riddle. 
trying to remember what the sequence was for him getting eliminated by Riddle. Oh, he hit him with the um that top yeah. move. What do we call it? The Broderick? Is that what he calls it? The Broderick? I think so. The bro something. He I don't know. All his moves have the word bro in it. I don't know which one is which. But um yeah, so Riddle gets the pin on Corbin so he can get quote unquote his retribution for I'm sorry, wrong word. <laughs> so he can get his uh yeah, use it, at least it's being used somewhere. Dang. Boom, roasted. <laughs> um, Otis gets eliminated by Braun Strowman following... Hold on, hold on. Let's stop right there. I'm sorry, go ahead. Otis, Otis, man. As goofy or silly or moronic as his character and his character work is, that boy is strong. Oh, my God, yeah. He was just throwing the bellies to everybody. Bro, his belly to belly on Keith Lee was nuts. Yeah, he got him over You're beautifully. Right. Too. Him, mm-hmm. It was it was almost flawless. Him, him <coughs> body slamming, uh, uh, front slamming Braun Strowman. Yeah, who's what four hundred pounds? Nuts. By the way, Braun Strowman looks ridiculous. He oh, is. Shredded beef. Shredded beef. And he's so big. And now that he's cut, like, it's just, it's insane. Now he looks like the monster among men. Yes. Now, now it's not just a picture. moniker. Yeah. Um, so Otis gets eliminated by Braun Strowman after he tries to hit a top or second row move on to Braun. Braun catches him, hits him with a running power slam. There goes Otis. Um, so now with you know five on one with Jay Uso being the last person left, uh, they put a lot on the whole Jay Uso Roman Reigns stuff. You know, what's Roman gonna say or do if Jay Uso can't come back and win it? Blah 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 blah. And Jay so Jay Uso does what he can. He he makes a valiant effort. He's super kicking everyone that he can. You know that has a pulse. Yeah, but I'm <clears throat> I'm calling BS on Jay Uso. By the way, okay. Right. Um, they will put like, all right. So the feeling I got was either Jay Uso is getting pushed to the moon right now. They're strapping a rocket and they're just letting him eliminate everybody or he's just going to get eliminated. Mm-hmm. And then when he does the, um, the dive onto the outside of the ring on all five members mm-hmm. of team raw, I'm like, there's definitely enough men. Braun Strowman and Keith Lee alone could have just caught him. Yeah. Jay Uso is not knocking down five guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless they're burgers and fries. Thank you for listening to Grapples to Apples <laughs> on SoundCloud.com. Uh, I knew I, I, I was saying it in the group chat. I said, Jay Uso cannot win this match. For the sake of the storyline with Roman Reigns, he cannot win this match. Mm-hmm. Because if he wins, then, like, what's a better story? He wins and Roman is proud of him. And, like, no, you want him to lose. The only way that that Jay wins this match and it works is if SmackDown loses every other match. Mm -hmm. If SmackDown loses every other match, but Jay comes back and wins 5-1, right, then the story can be Roman ostracizing the rest of the locker room 
Look, me and my family, we're, this is proof that we carry the SmackDown brand. You guys, you know, better step it up, blah, 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 blah. And then you can really hammer home that they are the power, they are the head of the table. But what's more interesting, that or Jay loses, and now he has to answer to Roman Reigns? Yeah. So. so my God. Sorry. Well, all right. <laughs> I dropped my back scratcher. So, Jay Uso hits AJ with the super kick, but AJ is tagged from behind by Keith Lee. Uh, Jay goes up top for the Uso splash, gets caught by Keith Lee. That's transitioned to the Spirit Bomb for the one, two, three. Team Raw wins, and they're in the middle of the ring, posing, and all of them are doing their signature pose. And I was like, that is a good picture. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is a good picture. Um, I, I was okay with the match. The match was, wasn't that bad. You know, they didn't do anything egregious. Yeah. Um, it was a good way to start the pay-per-view. I agree. I was game. They did their job for sure. I didn't like it. Oh, boy. Really? There we go. Uh, well, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. On, I'm not gonna go on a rant. I'm not gonna go on a rant. I just okay. I, you are you are a Ponciano after all. So, <laughs> so you guys are known for rants. No, I'm 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 good at screaming at people at the top of my lungs. My brother's more of the you know rant kind of you know kind of guy. I I go in short bursts. Um, so I've heard <laughs> three times. As long as I get mine, I don't care. Anyway, moving on. You've um, taught me that. <laughs> You've taught me that. I don't care. I got mine. No, okay, yeah, please, got mine. please, 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 please tell me about the match. <laughs> well, the match. Look, the, the 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 match was okay. Like you know, the, like you guys said, like they were, you know, they were building up. They were, they were, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. I I didn't care. I didn't care for it. It wasn't. I was. They. I've been watching SmackDown the last couple of weeks, and it's mm-hmm. basically, it's those. It's the same thing over again. It wasn't anything new. It wasn't anything fun. There wasn't like a, a spot where something went crazy or they used a ladder or something. it was just, it was a continuation of the last couple of weeks on, on, on Raw. And, and I was like, okay, great. You know, somebody won. Fantastic. You, Raw. You're, so you're not, a, you're not a fan of like the one-offs. Like the, there's no implications no. to these matches and anything like that. Dude, it wasn't, this wasn't even kind of a one-off. This, it, they kept, this is like the second week in a row. This is going to be the third right before Monday that they, that they did this and it wasn't anything new. It didn't want, it wasn't like, you know, it, it was just the same old, like, okay, one week, day one, Raw one, one week, uh, SmackDown one. Oh, they hate each other. Oh, they're working together. And then that poor guy on the outside that's uh, AJ Styles' bodyguard. He do nothing. Almost. Yeah, he just stood well, there. He, and I'm like, well, he, he you think out, he factor uh, in a little AJ. bit more? Yeah, he, he pulled saved out AJ, AJ from a splash. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that's nice. Like, you know, he should get in there and, like, stomp someone's face in. Like, that would be great. I'd be like, look, wow. they, they Somebody could have gotten an injury. Like, oh, my God, he's injured. He can't, you know, well, he, brawn. Take stupid brawn out. Like, roar. Take him out. Let this guy come in. You don't want to make it about the manager, though. Like, you want to make it I about so. the team. They're, they they're, like almost. Yeah, they're saving They're saving him for something. Uh, and uh, a face turn. Because, like, in the, yeah. on the last episode of SmackDown, uh, AJ was like, oh, you don't even speak English. He goes, I do speak English. She's like, I didn't even know that. How come you didn't tell me you spoke English? So, like, they're, they're slowly, no, you speak. They're slowly, yeah. They're yeah. slowly pulling 
him into the fold. There's they're, they're saving him I for can something. See they're him saving something. At AJ in the Rumble. Uh, mm. Two months. That's no, rough. I don't think so. That's not enough time. I don't think so. Not enough really? time. If we were talk, if we were in the middle of the summer, like SummerSlam time, and this is where we were, I can see that. Because you have to build a re- a you have to build a reason for him to be in the match. Because right now he's just a valet. Okay, so, so take logic manager. out of it. Now go with WWE speed. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> if we're yeah. using Vince logic, then yes, That's I can see that. Royal Rumble. Okay. If not, then WWE never, like, WWE can... never slow plays anything anymore. Yeah. One week the guy is like, oh, he's gonna be, oh, they're gonna slow foot it, and he's gonna, he, they're gonna take forever to, you know, to build him up. Next week he's gonna be wrestling in tights, and and you know he'll be out of the company in in, in a month. Yikes. Now, if if we were gonna book it like long term booking, um, almost cost What's AJ the Money in the Bank match. Well, yeah, long, long. That's long term booking. Regular long term booking, a hundred percent agree. WWE booking, he eliminates AJ at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. We we got two months to see if if you're on the money there, Davis. Tommy boy, should I say? Yeah, rather. Whichever. I like the first one. So Tommy fortune teller. Tommy oh, fortune teller. So let's let's move on to the next match on the CAD, which was the champions versus champion, the first of the champion versus champion matches. The Street Profits, the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions versus the New Day, the current Raw Tag Team Champions. New Day comes out first, introduced by Big E, and accompanied by Big E as the three of them come out in their Gears of War cosplay, uh, which is based on the their outfits that they're going to be as playable characters in Gears of War in the game. Which you can download now with Game Pass Ultimate on the Xbox. Whoop, whoop, which I have. Um, match was good. Ma- match was good. Um, the match was shorter than like it was longer than the time put on. It says they went thirteen forty, but it felt a little. Um, it, it felt longer, but it didn't felt like it dragged. Um, the new day were healing it up a little bit. Yes, like there was definitely a a heel babyface dynamic. The street mm-hmm. profits definitely were. Uh, baby faces. Um, they were really playing on the fact that Angelo Dawkins and Xavier Woods known each other for a long time. Right. <clears throat> um, they cut the ring in half of Montez Ford. Uh, they worked the ribs because his finisher is the frog splash. Uh, it was it was a good match. The match ends with the um, elevated blockbuster. Yep. The Doomsday I, blockbuster. Yeah, which I thought was kind of a weak finish in my opinion. Um. I feel like we've seen the Doomsday Blockbuster before, and it never gets a pinfall. Not necessarily from either one of these two teams, but in general, like I've seen it before, and it doesn't do anything. So, like, well, well, they hit um, the frog. Montez hit the, the frog splash. Kofi and yeah, they did the midnight. Let me stop right there and say, Big E doing the midnight hour has absolutely no bearings on oh, strength yeah. or not. I don't know why they were saying that. Because oh, they the crap out of me when I said that. It's like, oh, they probably couldn't generate enough power the way that Big E does. And I was like, the Midnight Hour has it just holds them up. What are you talking about? Dude, how many, come on, let's be real. How many actual wrestling moves, finishers, have any actual effect in real per in real life? It's all about perception. 
the doomsday device for uh, um, the Legion Doom. I'm not saying. I'm saying there's a lot of moves that don't really do anything, but we pretend that they do because we're told that they do, and we buy it, and that's fine. I don't. I don't mind you selling me that you know this move is done by this guy, and so because of that, it has this effect. Like, fine, whatever. If that's how you're going to sell it, tell it to me. I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I can't suspend belief, you know, um, especially when all they do is insult my intelligence. It, it's hard for me to do that. So I'm going to call BS Preach. or something like that. Look, at, okay, how about this? Let's remove WWE from the equation. Mm-hmm. Look at how New Japan protects the Rainmaker, which is nothing more than a, than a, than a lariat, a standing... Like, I spin you around and I clothesline you. It's a wrist lock lariat. A wrist lock lariat. Come on. We see, like, running clotheslines all the time that do nothing. But because but it's the- sold as a finish, we buy it as a finish. Yeah, but I think what Shades is trying to say is all E does is just let the move happen. It's like saying, you know, somebody else held the guy up for a hawk to hit him with the clothesline. And it, just because Animal wasn't there, it wasn't I, good enough. I get yeah, it. I 100%, it I 100% get it. But what I'm saying, my argument is that that's part of the shtick. Like, a Spanish fly is mostly predicated on the person taking the Spanish fly doing a front flip. I, well, I, I But we, we accept the idea of what I it is. I agree with you, and I'll, I'll, I'll highlight the, the leg drop that, you know, God knows... The knee was always bent enough that no. it never did any damage. But what, why I can't fully agree with you in this case is all E was doing was holding him there. All Animal did was hold him there. There's nothing to be done by that person. I guess everything is, is predicated on the person diving into the move, driving themselves in there. Um, that's that's the only reason. That's my that's that's my argument. The problem is that the midnight hour is a combination of Biggie's own finish, which is the big ending, with the assist, right? So if you're going to say that anyone can do Biggie's part of the midnight hour, then you're saying that anyone can do the big ending and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you because take the big away from Biggie's finisher. Okay, but that's not the point. The point is that WWE has has sold that the big ending is Biggie's finisher and it's a finish and we've all accepted that. So if we're going to accept that, then we have to accept his part in the big end in the, the midnight hour. I accept it as his finisher. I don't think it's a, a, a finish fit for him because he's too strong. I don't think it's a, a solid ending. The tombstone pile driver dropping somebody on their head yeah. is, is an effective finisher. I agree. Any power bomb is an effective finisher. The last ride, an effective finisher. The the choke slam, an effective finisher. Oh, yeah. The big ending isn't anything to me because it's I just. Agree? I don't want. I don't want to. <clears throat> we can do this all day. Yeah, I don't want to argue about this all day because we can, yeah. and it's not going to be worth it. Um, <laughs> but uh, both teams exchanged finishers. Uh, that didn't put them away. So you had to do something that you that. They don't see often. I don't see them doing the blo- uh, the the Doomsday Blockbuster often. Yeah, that's a fair point. It just lacked. It's like, it, it lacked possessed for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can I can see that. 
Yeah. Especially the way they set it up and like the camera angle was just like, meh, it happened. Yeah. It was one of those like, ah, this shouldn't end the match. Oh, it ended the match. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. Exactly. No, I could see that. I, I like when a match ends in a way that we don't see coming and it's kind of enjoyable. It's not to the way that the, the Royal Women's team ended. We'll get to that later. Um, but this was a, a, a solid ending. It was a good match as well because as much you know flack as we give the New Day, they can wrestle. Yeah, of course. And Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins proved themselves tonight as well. Um, a, a good match. Yeah, definitely a good match. <clears throat> the next match on the card was champion versus champion, the United States champion, Raw's Bobby Lashley versus SmackDown's Intercontinental Champion, Sammy Fidel Castro Zane. <laughs> the one thing I I liked about this was that. The Hurt Business stood at ringside, and Sammy was trying to get them to hit him to get them to get Bobby disqualified. Um, what I didn't like after that was the entire match. Yeah. <laughs> little, I mean, this was my I'm gonna go take the dog for a walk match. Um, mm-hmm. but the one thing I did like, I do like that old school heel game that Sammy plays where a count out win is just as good as pinning the guy, getting yourself DQ'd and getting the heck out of there or getting, I'm sorry, getting your opponent DQ'd because you got his teammates to hit you. It's like, you don't see that kind of heel work anymore where a win's Mm -hmm. a win. It doesn't matter how you get it. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like the sniveling, like weasel type heel that the cowardly you know, win by any means. Yeah, the Bobby Heenan like heel. And I'm talking yeah. about when he wrestled, not not the great Bobby Heenan that was a manager and a uh, a commentator. Oh, but manager Bobby Heel was probably yeah, the greatest though. Um, the end of the match was Sami Zayn trying to leave up the aisle where MVP was standing and clearly MVP's just standing there and Sami Zayn sticks out his own leg to trip himself to try to get him like try to get Bobby Lashley disqualified. And he's like, hey, look, he tripped me. You need to disqualify Bobby. And while the ref is distracted, MVP throws Sami Zayn into the ring, into the waiting arms of the Phil Nelson for Bobby Lashley. Sami Zayn. Oh, excuse me. The hurt lock. Yes. I didn't, I forgot the name of it. I kept, I keep calling it the master lock, but (laughs) that's not what it is. Um, I mean, it is what it is, but that's not what it is. Yeah. Well, it's also full Nelson. So that's the proper name for it. Um, And Sami Zayn taps out uh, by far the worst match of the night. I agree. I was glad it was it was over. Yeah, this is more this is more storytelling than it was wrestling. With the story being Sami Zayn looking for any way out. He tried to, you know, run through the timekeep, 
Sheldon Benjamin didn't let him. Tried to do this other thing, they wouldn't let him. He tried to get DQ, didn't let him. Like it was just a, the, the it was just more. Sammy tries to avoid. Sammy loses. That's it. This wasn't much of a wrestling match. Yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts for this? Nope. Baby maker, you still there? Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep during that whole match. <laughs> I could care less. I'm not even gonna lie to you. WWE bores me. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. And I and I try to keep it. I try to give it a chance. I've been watching lately, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's not. It's not my cup of tea. Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel like a Debbie Downer. I apologize, but that whole that whole match with the with the Bobby Lashley. It's like two heels going up against each other. You can't root for either one of them because it's like, eh. I like Zami Zayn, but they always book him wrong. Mm-hmm. His mm. boots are killing me. They should be all black. <laughs> yeah, we were arguing about that. Oh, my God. He and hasn't like, changed the Finish the look. Finish the look. If you're going to go with the, with the, with the you know, South American Guerrero look, you have to, it, it has to be black boots. Like, this black and white boot should be when he's a face. Put all he's black been boots. wearing those finish it off. boots since Ring of Honor. His El Genericos. Yeah, those, those are his El Generico boots. The El Generico ones. <laughs> the El Generico ones. <laughs> and even the great John Cena, the great holiness John Cena, changed up his boots. Damn. That's the holiness John Cena. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on. We yes, have please. the... Next champion versus champion match, which is Asuka, the current Raw Women's Champion, versus Sasha Banks, the current SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, Mandalorian. The <laughs> thanks Mand- for the Mandalorian, spoiler. Mandalorian. Sasha. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the spoiler. Did, you didn't watch it. You didn't. No, I'm waiting. I'm waiting till this Friday's episode so I can start binging it. I don't want to wait too long for. What's the difference between the last three weeks and and Friday? Um, I get to watch four episodes as a suppose as opposed to waiting week after week after week. So you waited four entire weeks instead of waiting just one week each time. Yes. Also, it gives me stuff to do at work. That's, That's not true. actual work stuff. You know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, this is one of the matches that I think a lot of people were more excited to watch than any of the other matches because you know you're getting two you know top level professional wrestlers gonna go at it. Um, I thought this was a really good match, and it's funny because you know typically in the group we're all messaging each other whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. But in this match, there were like we didn't talk much to each other until like the end, and I don't know for me at least it's because I was like, I was just watching the match. I, I had nothing to say. I was just I in was the match. Fully invested as well. uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was watching it completely and eating a piece of cake, so there was no way in heck I was going to talk to you. <laughs> what kind of cake? Birthday over the weekend, and we had cake, and I had extra, and it was great. Nice. Thanks. So, nice. yeah. What kind of cake? I, I, what kind of cake? <laughs> oh, it was a Dominicano cake, Bobby. Mm. It was very good. That's up the uh, Thrills Alley right there. I'm sorry? That was up Thrills Alley. Uh, th- thrill, you're Dominican, are you? 
Uh, half. I am half, yes. So was the cake made out of platanos? <laughs> um, <laughs> close. Close. You're such a jerk. It was out of uh it was actually made of Robinson Cano's uh oh. steroids. <laughs> it, was, it was cooked with it was, the liquid was the juice from Robinson Cano's in uh syringe. Exactly. Uh, every Mets fan in the world is happy about this steroid thing. It's the greatest news the Mets fans have gotten all year. Really? Really? Every Mets fan every Mets fan should go and apologize to every Yankee fan when they said that we were on the steroids all the time. I mean, but you were. But here's the thing. Let's not talk about baseball right now. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can, I, 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 I apologize. I apologize. No, Cano's on the juice, and his numbers are still trash. So, That's like, who cares, right? That's what okay, let's not get into this. We're not, we're not doing baseball. Um, Yet. Yet. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I thought this was a really good match. Um, the two, These two women clearly have chemistry. They're, like, whether there's a language barrier or not, you couldn't tell. They every transition, every reversal, every pinning combination, everything looks smooth as butter with these two. You, well, well, you have top tier women wrestling. Well, can I say something yeah, I, before I, you guys go through the whole match? Th- that, and, but that's the thing, like, like, uh, uh, Will, the yeah. there is no language barrier. Oscar can actually speak English, and mm-hmm. racist Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm makes mm-hmm. her into a cartoon character of mm. Japanese people. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. The woman can actually speak English. She she it's I hate it. It, it drives me nuts. And it, and and I don't know. I don't want to go on a rant because it just drives me nuts. I, I apologize. So uh, anyone who has an accent, whether you can speak the, the language well or not, if it's even remotely present that you speak a second language, Vince always plays it up. Latinos, uh, Japanese, it doesn't matter. If you speak a second language and there's any sort of like prevalent accent, he plays it up because that's how Vince, that, that's, he's, he's stuck in that mind frame. All right, so two things, two things, right? One, even if Asuka doesn't speak English and Sasha doesn't speak Japanese, they speak one wrestling. Oh, they yeah. speak one language and that's wrestling. Yeah, 100%. And they, and, and they can read each other and that's why they work together. Mm-hmm. Second, the same thing with the Street Profits in the New Day. This was a short match, 13 minutes, but it felt longer. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like it was dragging. Yeah, I agree. You were Everyone was invested from bell to bell. Yeah. As much, uh, you know, criticism and, and, and guff that Tommy or, or Hugo or myself give Sasha, the girl can go. And Asuka, arguably, is the best wrestler, maybe aside from Natty, that's on the roster. Well, more seasoned, rather. I've been giving Sasha a lot of of props lately because she is, I I lost count of how long, she's stepped her game up at least over the last year or even more than that because every time she's in the ring, I've been invested. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Since she's been back, since mm-hmm. she's been back, she's she's stepped her game up. Yep, yep. She said, I, "I think ever since she came back from that that hiatus, when you know she came back and turned on Natty, yeah. from then till now, she's been like at a new level." Oh, you mean when she went to go film the Mandalorian? <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, you said no spoilers. 
We can neither confirm nor deny that, sir. <laughs> I know she's. I know she's in the Mandalorian. I didn't know she was a Mandalorian. Maybe she's not. Maybe no, she's not. She Maybe was, I just threw you a sword there, guy. Um, first Maybe of all, not, a Jedi. Not, 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 not only you guys, but my friend Danny ruined it for me, so don't even worry about it. Oh, okay, so why are you giving up any match for? Because I'm the champion. I can do what I want. Mio. Anyway, back to this match. Um, and you know, what, you know what's interesting about this match is that as good as it was, and again, I thought it was a really good match, there weren't really any standout spots. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I feel like a lot of times when it comes to like high level matches, there's usually like a spot or two which is is done to sell you on moments. And this match didn't have that. This match wasn't about oh she did a top rope meteora through a table. Oh she did a this into it. No, th- this was just a really good professional wrestling match where they were countering the Oscar lock into the bank statement into a backstabber into a, into a pinning comedy like the last. What minute, minute and a half of the match was them just reversing pinning combinations into other pinning combinations. Can I can yeah. I say a quick thing? Yeah. Can I say a quick thing? For for a pay-per-view, for a pay-per-view that has zero heat, right? Except for okay. the men's um uh what do you call it? The men's uh battle royal, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Men's elimination match. Yeah, mm-hmm. a men's elimination match. For for a pay-per-view that had zero heat, zero storyline, zero everything, the two the two matches that stand out is New Day. New Day's match with uh, uh, Street Profits and um, Asuka and uh, Sasha. And and that's a testament to their, um, uh, what do you call it? Their uh, chemistry. Their chemistry and their talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they just, they could put on a wrestling match in the middle of the street with, with the dumpster on fire mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. running around naked. And mm-hmm. they would still put on a hell, hell of a show. Yep. I w- I'm watching this match, and I'm thinking to myself, because at, towards the end, we started talking to each other. And I was going to say it, but I didn't. And I was like, you know, could you imagine this match at a, on a different promotion? Could oh, you imagine God. this match, like, AEW or if New Japan still did women's wrestling on New Japan? I guess, I guess stardom, if we're going to go in that direction. Could you imagine this show, like, you know, on the indie circuit, these two women just go and do what you're going to do? You know, like the freedom. Tom and Jeremy are as the historians. Is everybody within these two matches? Did everybody uh, work the indie scene? Like every every wrestler? No. Because it seems like it, it seems like they they know how to put on a show with a small crowd, even Angela, though it goes lucky in the whole entire world. Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford are WWE products. Homegrown. Uh-huh. Yes, homegrown. Kofi's a, a homegrown product also. Xavier yeah. Woods started in TNA, but he didn't really hit his stride until WWE. NXT also in oh, WWE. Yeah, yeah. No, WWE. Yeah. Um, well, Kofi worked FCW, didn't he? No. Are you sure? I could have sworn Kofi worked FCW. I don't think so. He was, I think, I think he was, no, I think he was an FCW, yeah. Training an independent circuit from 05 to 06, and then... No, because he came up as the Jamaican, right? Yeah, he he did some, he did some independent work. He did some NWA stuff, he did some, like, New England territory, some Eastern territories... Um, and then he signed with OVW, and he worked some FCW, and then 
he came up in WWE. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I just feel my point is like I it feels like I know this is going out to the world, but they these char- these people know how to put on a a a, a, a great show yeah. in a small crowd environment. Right. right. You know, while everybody else they, they need the crowd, everyone else needs you know the, the the spotlight on them. They need the guidance of WWE to get them from point A to point B. These people can wrestle on top of a toilet and they still put on a great match. I love it. They're, they're fantastic and, wrestlers. And that was the issue and criticism when they first went into these um, the performance center matches was yeah. that a lot of their talent who were homegrown are taught to wrestle a certain way. They're taught to yeah. wrestle to the crowd. They're taught to you know rest holds. Uh, spots for posing, camera spots, you know, okay, hold here so the camera can get you here. Do that, do that, you know, like they're taught that style versus the people who, like you were saying, or who worked indie circuits or the smaller promotions like Ring of Honor, Impact, etc. They're taught more just how to put on a good match in front of anybody. And those are the ones mm-hmm. who excelled during that era before they went into the Thunderdome stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, 100%. I, I agree with what you're saying. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so we get Sasha win. She got she got her, her first pinfall victory over Asuka. Mm-hmm. And um, arguably, so far, match of the night. Yep. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we, gentlemen? Why? This should be fun. We have to. Can we just talk about this match? So the <laughs> penultimate match, uh, five on five women's Survivor Series elimination match, Team Raw consisting of Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce taking on Team SmackDowns, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot. Oh, okay. No snide comment by Hugo. Uh, live. <laughs> Come on, stop. Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Who wants to go first? <laughs> whack, 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 whack. <sighs> okay. Second the, longest match of the it night. It was the battle of the. It was the battle of the B team. That's what it was. Who wants to be the B team and who wants to be the C team? Because it was all hot. It was it was a botch fest. The whole match. Ugh. Okay, so before we get into the botches, especially that that major one by Natty, that was rough. That um, was like, whoops, that's a botch. So I will give WWE credit here. No, they, they hold on, hold on, hear me out. If nothing else, they set up the story for the match and the story for the finish during a quick backstage segment where team raw were all conversing and they had Natalia. I mean, that's not, not Natalia. They had Lana off to the side and you can hear, I think it was Shayna was like, whatever you do, do not tag in. Nah, it was Nia. Nah, it was Nia who said that, right? Okay. It was one of those two. Whatever you do, don't tag in Lana. It was a very quick little, Oh, they're conversing backstage. Oh, you can hear her say that, blah, 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 blah. And they went back to whatever was going on. You want to hear something funny? I missed that completely, and I didn't understand why Lana was just standing there like a like a statue. 
So I'm like, why is she just standing there? Are they not letting her play? I'm like, well, what is going on? She, here? she she tagged herself in uh-huh. when she like um when she finally tagged herself out. They told all of them told her stand on the steps and don't do anything. Yeah. Right. So the the story of the whole, unfortunately, it became the story of the entire match. The story of Team Raw is that Lana is not good. She's not a good wrestler. That's the story here. She got she considering despite the fact she's the only one who actually qualified to be on the team, um, in that battle royal a few like a month ago. Um, the story is that she's. I mean, I get what you're saying, Tommy Boy, but technically she's the only one who was in a qualifier match and won her match. Yeah. So she, the whole story is that she can't wrestle. She's not a good wrestler. She's really bad. You know, she doesn't belong on the team. And they're, and they're setting out to let her know that. So, you know, she's been put through the table nine weeks in a row. Last, I think it was this past week on Monday Night Raw, there was a match. She tied herself in, and her tagging herself in cost them the match. So here we are again, and the whole point is, okay, you're really bad. You cost us on, on Monday. You're not just, – just go over there. So that's the story, is that she's a really bad wrestler. Now – the story, the fact that this story took over the entire match, I think is junk because it made SmackDown, Team SmackDown, nothing other than just, you know, okay, we need you for the sake of telling this story. You know, it's like SmackDown had no reason to be there other than to facilitate the this story. On the movie set. Right. So, like, I hate that. I hate the fact that SmackDown had no purpose other than to serve Raw storyline. Apparently, and and I shared this with you guys weeks ago, when they first started doing the whole line through the table thing, their idea was that that was going to get her over as a baby face. That her getting put through the table was going to be the sympathy was going to the was going to make her a baby face. No, that doesn't work. What does work is what they started doing on Raw and what they did here was having them bully her and tell the and tell everyone that she's really bad at wrestling. And then what they could have done was have her be the underdog who proves them wrong and shows to be a good wrestler and wins the match. So they could have done. Yeah, right. But they didn't do that. Instead, at some point she tags herself in She's performing well. She's actually doing some like decent technical wrestling work. And then they tag her out and yell at her to go sit on to go stand on the steps and don't move until I tell you to. So now you've already botched your own story. Because why are you yelling at her and reprimanding her when she was doing well? It's not like she tied herself in, got mopped up, and then ran for a tag. And then they were like, go, go, go sit in the corner. Doesn't make any sense. It could have been reconciled with the finish of the match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, all right. So I'm trying to pull up the eliminations for the women's match. Uh, Bailey gets eliminated by Peyton Royce. To, that's the first elimination, which was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Also, Corey Graves with the goat comment of the night 
Peyton Royce has Bailey in a submission where Bailey is uh, stuck in the ropes and it's more of an, like an arm wrench that Peyton Royce is doing. And Corey Grave goes, I'd give that a perfect 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ha ha, ha ha ha. 10, 10, 10, 10. And he says this because Peyton Royce is in a relationship with AEW's show. Yes, They're married? They're married, dude, in a relationship. Oh, wow. oh, I, I didn't want to marry them if I wasn't sure. That's what I said, in a relationship. You didn't want to put out their business out there? Yeah. <laughs> they got married last year. Okay, so they're married. Peyton Royce is married to AEW star Sean Spears, formerly known as the Perfect Ten Ty Dillinger. And I'm just like, hmm, Corey, spicy. <laughs> spicy coming from a guy who cheated on his wife with a co-worker ooh, ooh. ouch 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 yeah, ouch the co-worker with a butterface so, so, so Peyton Royce eliminates Bailey then Peyton gets eliminated by Natty uh, via the sharpshooter yes Natty gets eliminated by Lacey Evans which okay okay I'm I want to pause real quick. How dumb okay. is Natalia's character supposed to really be? Really dumb. Putting because the sharpshooter on. <laughs> yes, exactly. She puts the sharpshooter on someone Baszler. who's not. Yeah, she puts it on Baszler when Baszler's not the legal person. She had Lacey Evans in it before, who is the legal person, and she gets she eats the the women's right. Because she has Shayna Baszler in the, in the sharpshooter. Are you dumb or are you dumb? She's like a true cat. Only, only plays with what's in front of her. Like, if... <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Like, if you're supposed to be the boat... Oh, she has the most wins in... in as She has the most women uh, wins of any woman in WWE history. Blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. So... That's that's your Tonight boat. She was the boat. She had the boat the whole time. Oh, that, bro! It's like she was trying to do a reverse Mexican surfboard, and while she's setting it up, I go, "What is she doing? She's facing the wrong direction." And then she goes to try and do it, and it just collapses. And I was like, "Oh boy, oh!" I'm just like, "Man, I don't. I haven't done this in a while." WWE's women's division, their wrestling is trash. So you have such a good match with Sasha, uh, Sasha and Asuka the match before, and then you do something like this. Come on, that was that was rough. So, uh, Ruby gets choked out by Shayna Baszler, and the ref is distracted on the outside. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was funny when she choked her out. Sorry. I can't stand her. A nose that big, she can't breathe all that air in. What is happening? I'm like, I'm like, she doesn't lack oxygen. What is going on here? Yo, young not disrespectful, son. <laughs> so let me get started on that she air. She knows we're joking. Yo, come oh on, God. man. <laughs> <laughs> not appreciate the she, she knows we're joking that was great so so Ruby Wright is in the Terafuda clutch 
<laughs> Ruby Tom, Rising the Cure. Tom, the Tom, stop. We're never going to get invited again, man. Stop. <laughs> again. Ruby Riot is in the Kirafuda clutch. Mm-hmm. The ref is distracted. Ruby reverses the Kirafuda clutch into a pinning uh, combination. The ref can't see it, but her nose got annoyed. In the process, chokes herself out um, because Baszler still in has the Kirafuda clutch in. Uh, she releases the hold and then just pins Ruby Riot. Ugo, you are so lucky. That shades is controlling the board today because I'm mute your mic so fast, bro. I swear. <laughs> Why? Because you love Squidward. Oh, my bad. My. Yo, I what the? They have matching noses. That's right. <laughs> they kiss a, a sword fight. It breaks out. <laughs> Next. You have Liv Morgan eliminate Lacey Evans with the crucifix bomb. Yeah, can I give Liv Morgan a little bit of props and then Nia Jax? Liv Morgan? I've just been more impressed uh, with her work since the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. I'm also talking about the Liv has work been... after uh, Ruby got eliminated. Oh, wait, no, she went nuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her work in general, she's improved tremendously since mm-hmm. she first got called up. Once they, and it's funny because, like, they did their whole character switch where they did what they're doing with Carmella now. They tried it on Liv Morgan. Um, and I oh, feel she like, came out like uh, Scarlet. Yeah. And I feel like she stumbled a little bit to figure out the character, which is kind of why they took it off of her. But once they put her back with Ruby and, they, and we got this version of Liv Morgan. I think she's hit her stride. She's gotten better in ring. She's gotten better character work. And like you said, as soon as once Ruby got eliminated because of the way she got eliminated, the fact that she got choked out, Liv spazzed out and like hulked up and was like shot out of a cannon. And it was just and she and that crucifix bomb was like a really good crucifix bomb. Yeah. Then Liv Morgan gets herself eliminated by Nia Jax. At this moment in time, um, I don't realize that my WWE Network stopped playing. So I was on a delay after this. I had to go back and play it. And when I once I press play, uh, it starts back at where Shayna Baszler is choking out Bianca Belair, but Bianca, like, passes out, but her arm passes out on the bottom rope. She falls onto the bottom rope. Uh, Baszler doesn't break the hold, gets disqualified. So I don't know how Liv got eliminated by Nia Jax, but I know that she got eliminated Simone by Nia Jax. Simone drop. Yep. Okay. She, she was trying to, like, you know, again, she was trying to, like, do her best to do, like, wrestling moves on Nia Jax, and then at some point she got caught and she ate a Samoan drop. Yeah, um, uh, it paused at uh, when she hit the Shining Wizard on Nia Jax. Mm. Um, so Baszler gets disqualified. Nia Jax is attempting to put Bianca Belair through the table with the Samoan drop. Now, at this point, you have one of two things Lana can do. She can stop Nia Jax from putting her through the table. That would also potentially cost her team the match. 
or she can like I, I don't know try to get herself tagged in so she can try to win win the match for her team none of that happened she stood on the steps like a scared puppy and Bianca Belair and Nia Jax are fighting on the outside and they fight to a count out which leaves Lana as the sole survivor for the Survivor Series team. And she's celebrating, saying, I'm the sole survivor. I won it for my team. I'm the sole survivor. It's like, you didn't win. They just lost. Honestly, That's I'm it. absolutely 100% sick of this backdoor winning crap. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do her any favors by the, nope. the way she reacted when she won. Nope. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to make her a baby face, make her, like, oh, be thankful. You know, like, oh, you know, you stand there and you and you wave to the crowd and, you know, you ham it up a little bit. No, she just jumped up and she's jumping up and down, gets into Nia Jack's face and it's like rubbing it in her face. And I'm like, no, no, this is it's like, this it's is, like the no. second string quarterback yeah. winning the Super Bowl. But the first string quarterback did all the work. You know, exactly. it's like that time where Tebow threw that three-yard pass and the guy ran it for the next 84. I was thinking the same thing. But you know what? <laughs> what they don't realize is, and this is how one-dimensional WWE is, if there was a crowd in the building, the booze would have been deafening. Yeah. <sighs> Look, I was like I was saying before, there's a way to book this, and this wasn't it. The minute... They booked it got to being just Naya, Bianca, and Lana. In the group chat, I'm like, Lana should turn. Lana should turn on Team Raw right now. When they cleared out the table, I said, oh, this is it. This is perfect. She can find a way. She could stop um, Naya. And then her and Bianca could have put Naya through the table. And then, you know, whatever happens from there happens from there. But at least she gets her revenge, you know? At least something. There's some sort of progress for this character, who got put through a table nine times, who showed that she's actually capable in the ring, but then got bullied out of the match anyway. Who's been bullied by this one particular person? This was the time for her to to stand up for herself, and instead, well, they, they have no faith in her in her wrestling ability. It's all story driven. That's it. Like they're they're just trying to push her. As a story instead of a wrestler, they have no faith in the wrestler. Look, that's why they full and cost a match. One hundred percent. But remember, they were building her as a baby face, right? They're building her as a baby face. So it's all. What, what are they going to do? They're going to they're going to make her. If she turns on 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 Raw, then every week on out, they're going to they're going to come after her on Raw because they all oh, they 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 You'll she cost them the match. Like now she's going to get jumped. A hundred percent, which makes more sense. But they're like, no, we can't because she's not. We don't have faith in her wrestling, and she can't, you know, hold a match week after week against the women because that would be the the, the way to go. Point. That's a fair point. You know, they're like, we can't. They can't set her up in in that manner because if she's gonna get jumped by by Baszler and and by Nia Jax and then the rest of the women, that means that you have to put her on every single week against the semi top tier women, and it's like. She can't hold her own. She's not going to be able to hold her own. 
See, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're 100% right. You're 100,000% right. If they don't think that she's a capable wrestler, then she can't turn on them because, like you said, then it becomes, you know, they come after her every week. However, Mm -hmm. however, I have a caveat for you. Okay. Who just seemingly wrapped up their time in NXT? What big name just finished, apparently, seemingly finished their time in NXT? I know. Okay. Okay. I don't watch NXT. But I want to say Io Shirai? Rhea Ripley. I said it first. Oh, Rhea Ripley. That's right. So, if she turns on Lana, right? Mm -hmm. And let's Mm -hmm. let's say, fine, she turns on Lana and then Bianca Belair beats her. So, Raw loses and it's Lana's fault, but Lana got her comeuppance, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, then tomorrow on Raw, when Nia Jax and or Baszler come after Lana and start beating up on Lana... Rhea you, Ripley comes out. You debut Rhea Ripley. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm not saying you have to debut her as a partner for Lana or a friend for Lana, but as someone who goes, I've seen you bully people around all day and I don't stand for that. I'm I came to, to I came to Monday Night Raw so you can pick on someone your own size. Because Rhea Ripley's not a small woman. Mm-mm. She is not. So then that way you get Lana's story is done. Right, because after that, once you set up the feud between Rhea Ripley and either Baszler or Jax, you can push Lana to the side again. You don't need her anymore. No. And then you can create a feud between Rhea Ripley and one of your top level, but not main event women. Yeah, but you make sense because you're a writer. They don't have writers there. Remember, <laughs> they, they they put an ad out for them to uh, you know head new head writers this and whole, stuff. So you're this you're whole Lana storyline is. A perfect example of the Thunderdome era where, I don't know if you guys have talked about it, or I know I wanted to mention it, but I haven't been able to. You are literally told, because I was in the Thunderdome two weeks ago for SmackDown, you are literally prompted when to cheer, when to boo. So, for example, when Bailey came out, you got the prompter in the back, big boos for Bailey, big boos for Bailey. And then, you know, Liv Morgan comes out. All right, big cheers for Liv, big cheers for Liv. They're literally telling you when to cheer, when to boo. If you do the opposite, they make sure you're not on camera. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I think they, they botched this so hard. They had a chance. They had a chance. At the end of the match, they had a chance to fix this one way or the other. And I, I, the only thing I can think of is what you said, Ugo. Is that they they couldn't they couldn't think of a way to get her out of this on Monday? I get it, I get it, but there's they have like twenty writers on staff, and supposedly Vince McMahon is a wrestling genius. You can't think of something. This is uh, what you come up with. Come on, man. Because it's a show. It's a show that's it's it's a day to day show, man. It's a it's it's not even I, I you can't even say it's a week it's like a every week show and people have uh, you know these these writers have enough time during the week to put it together show but what does Vince do every week? Yeah, he, he shows up on Mondays and goes nope scrap it do something else. Exactly do what I tell you. So what's the point? Like that's why that's why the project the product is so generic. That's why the wrestlers are so generic. That's why you know when you get wrestling matches like New Day and and Street Profits and you know, uh, uh, Sasha Banks and, uh, and, um, Oscar. Uh, yeah, Oscar. They're so, they're, they're still generic, but they stand out because of their talent. 
not because of the booking, not because of the writing. They just stand out because they're phenomenal wrestlers. Everything's generic. They should just call this the generic era and, and keep it going. <sighs> my opinion. Sorry, my opinion. Shane, you've been kind of quiet over there. Um, that's because I said all I needed to about the 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 match. The match was it was okay up until the finish. Um, I do agree with the whole Rhea Ripley thing. She should come out not to just defend Lana, but to start beef with Nia. She can tell her, like you said, you've been picking on her this whole time because she can't really defend herself. Why don't you pick on me? And then proceed to beat the bejesus out of Naya. Yep. Anyway. But they're trying to book Naya and Shayna to be like the like to run over the women's division, so I don't think that's gonna happen. Anyway. Let's move on to the main event, shall we, gentlemen? Let's yes, sir. Main event of the night. The best of the best of the best of the best. Universal champion. Roman Reigns versus WWE champion Drew McIntyre. The true bragging rights of the best 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 of the best. Uh, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you guys. This match is better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Drew McIntyre's work when he's given a good opponent and when he's given time to work. When he was on the indie circuit, I loved his work. NXT, I loved his work. WWE has been hit or miss. Roman Reigns, his new iteration of his character is something that I love, but I've been concerned about what his in-ring work is going to be as this version of Roman Reigns when he's not facing Jey Uso. So I was a little disappointed. And he did not disappoint. I was happy with this match. I was so used to WWE main events boring the socks out of me. I'm so used to... Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre putting me to sleep that I was like, oh man, this match is going to be boring. Nope. I was, I was, I was with it. I thought this was a good match. I thought it was a really good match. Yeah. Uh, it, it helped build Roman to be more believable as the head of the table, as opposed to just beating his cousins up every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. All right. So in terms of story purposes, the end of the match, having Jay come out to redeem himself in the eyes of Roman works. But doesn't that make Roman look a little weak? I mean, I don't think so because they were at a standstill. You know, it's not like Drew was beating him and he would have lost without the interference of Jey Uso. They were at a standstill. There was a ref bump. Jey Uso interfered, and he just happened to be... The way I see it is the two of them were level, and then Jey had to be just a little bit to push Roman over the top. So I think that makes Roman look weak. I think it makes Drew look strong. And, you know, evens them out, in my opinion. Um, uh, He lost from the... Guillotine, right? Yes. Okay. After he the, didn't tap out, though. That's no. the thing. Yeah, it was a 
if I'm not mistaken, it was Superman punch, super kick, spear, guillotine, new ref comes down, and he passes out. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Tommy boy, Ugo. I feel I feel like this match was meant more. You know that neither of of the of the champions could lose this match. Mm-hmm. I think it was more to further um, uh, the Oso brothers' uh, storyline. Yeah, yeah. To get you know to get him you know. To, they had to generate some kind of like angst between, uh, or not some angst, but like some 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 beef between a Roman and him, just to kind of like you know get that fire back. Because in in the last week or so, it kind of like since 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 uh, I think it's it's Jay right, Jay Jay Uso. Yes. Okay, so Jay Uso has has kind of that story kind of waned a little bit, and, and you don't have that that you know pain and anguish that that that, ha- that happened between them in the last few weeks mm-hmm. so i think they it's more for him to get him to 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 take it to the next level it was it was like more of a like a like a like to boost him up a little bit you know cuz he's like oh he's tra- he's slipping he's slipping back to being the funny go lucky guy like you know he's you know like oh i can do this like i'm plucky and roman's like yo you're a loser you you suck like bro fix yourself because you're never going to be champion, not going to be anything. So mm. him coming out was more like, okay, dude, I'm 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 all, I'm with you. I'm 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 going to fix myself. I'm going to get better. So then we can make this stable work. You know what I mean? Like this faux stable that they haven't finished yet. Yeah, I mean, I do think, uh, you know, like you said, the last two weeks, the focus has been more about Roman versus Drew, and. Jay by proxy, you know, Jay has an interview or a match and then Roman has an issue with it. Um, and so like we had the backstage interview during the show where he's like, your team lost because they don't fear you because they don't listen to you. They don't listen to you because they don't fear you. They don't fear you because they don't respect you. If they don't respect you, they don't respect the family. And if they don't respect the family, you don't need to be a part of it. So, you know, that he kicked him out of the building. He said, leave. Right. Just get your yeah. stuff and leave, man. Yeah, yeah. And then for Jay to come back. When Jay came out, I was like, oh, no. If he comes out and inadvertently costs Roman the match, that's not where this story should be going. But instead, he didn't. Um, but I think, like you said, Ugo, this this kind of puts the, the story back on track. I think it's a good way to put the story back on track because you could have gone, okay, we've been doing the J thing, let's veer off because of Drew, and then you fall off the rails. But by doing the story of J being the last one on Team Raw, I mean on Team SmackDown and still losing, and Roman kicking him out of the building, and then him coming back and helping Roman win, I think that helps put things back in place, especially when Jimmy was there. And he was like, yo, this got nothing to do with you. Get out of here. This is, a, you know, he pretty much shoot away Jimmy. Uh, and so we can now go down that road. So you couldn't I mean, have you, you couldn't have Drew lose um, to 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 Roman because he's coming off losing to to um, to Randy Orton too close. You know, I know it was it yeah. was like a few weeks ago. But yeah. then if he loses to Randy Orton, gets his belt just brand new back, and then loses to Roman, what does that say about Drew? Right. That's why I think doing the ref bump interference finish makes sense. 
you keep the the W on Roman, but you keep Drew looking strong. Yeah. Tommy boy. Agreed. Tommy boy. All right. I'll sleep. Tom, wake up. All right. All right. There, go. there goes Tommy boy. <laughs> I think I think Loki will plug the 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 cord. <laughs> I just hope Loki didn't eat Tommy boy. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, gentlemen, this is when we do our our match of the night. Um. I guess we'll we'll give our thoughts and hope that Tommy Boy jumps back at some point. Who wants to go first? Um, I want to see what your match of the, I'm I'm almost hundred percent sure what your match of the night is. I think it's a unanimous match of the night. I'm gonna go Sasha and Asuka. Okay, uh, Baby Maker, what do you got? Uh, I think I I concur. I think I follow. Uh... Shades over here, and I, yeah, Sasha and and um, and Asuka. I we we were all we can all say, I mean, I'm not gonna speak for, for my suburban brother, but we were all not talking, we were all watching the match, we were all invested, you know, and 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 we all had a good time watching it, you know. The rest of the, the, the pay per view was bleh. okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I think to me, there's two matches that could have been match of the night, and then a bunch of matches that were good, and then the one match that was useless to me. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, you know Sasha versus Asuka is clearly the match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it looks like Tommy Boy might be having some technical difficulties. Hopefully, he can he can you know get that sorted out before we wrap up this, this episode, but. Um, Tommy, can you hear us? Tommy, can you hear me? (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for Tommy Boy. He's gonna get mad. Sasha and Bailey. I mean, not Bailey. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. About a pay per view too late. I know, man. I'm tired. Yo, all this baby making makes me tired, bro. Oh boy! I um, think Tommy Boy would agree that Sasha and Oscar is the match of the night. If I I'm... think so too. I think so too. I think he would agree with us. Tough nuggies. All right, so that leads us to what's one of my favorite parts of doing the the recap and reviews, and well, that's when we give our ratings. Now, some shows do letter grades, some do number grades, some do star ratings, but here at Grapples to Apples, we don't do any of that. What we do is we do topes. Zero topes if you are an abomination to wrestling and you should never exist. Five topes if you are the be-all and end-all of professional wrestling. So, gentlemen, typically we'll start at a 2.5. We give every wrestling pay-per-view the benefit of the doubt at starting at an even 2.5, and we go from there. Who would like to begin the proceedings? Not me. Let's see, let's see, let's see. So we have the. Hey! Did you leave and come back? 
I don't think he, his name popped up, but I don't think he's there yet. Um, that does not do well for the recording, though. I don't know. Mm. I'm still here. So, the Miz, the Miz winning the the pre-show drops it to a two. Okay. Team Raw brings it back to 2.5. Street Profits and the New Day. Uh, let's go to a three. Okay. We'll stay at a three for Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. 3.5 for Sasha and Asuka. 2.75 for the raw women, the, the women's five on five. Wait, 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 time out, time out. You're dropping from a 3.5 to a two? No, 275. So 275. Yes. Okay, sorry, I didn't hear the 75 part. And Roman and Drew and me at a 3.25. Okay. All right, solid rating from, from you, Shades. You just flew through that. Do we count, quick question, do we count the, um, the Undertaker? Uh... Him not saying nothing, <laughs> old people yeah. hanging out, and then a lot of fire, and then he leaves the, the part Undertaker, of the, the Undertaker post show party. Yeah, I don't think so. Giant waste of time. Um, okay, so let's uh, well, do you want to give your, your topes or shall I? Yeah, yeah, uh, let me give mine because I like to hear yours at the end because you, you make more sense and. <laughs> you, you sound like another one of both of us. Okay. Um. So I didn't watch the first match. I missed it because I have a life. Um. So I'm going to give that one a zero. So we're, we're leaving it at 2.0 because, you know, it's the Miz. And he's 2.0. Yeah. It doesn't start off at 2.5 or 2.0? Yeah, so it's 2.5. No, 2.5. So it's 2.5 because I'm not giving it, a, a, you know, I'm not taking away, but I, I didn't watch it. So I can't tell you. Um, the next one was the the men's, right? Um, yes. Yes. That was boring. I can care less. So it goes down. I'll take a half a point. I'm not going to be mean. So I'll go to 2.0. After that, what was after that? Street Profits and the New Day. Yeah. I like that one. That was good. I like it when they came out with their their uh, Gears 5 armor. That was, that was, that was pretty dope. Uh, the match was a good match. I liked, it was well done. Um, uh, I like the handshake at the end. Uh, go back up to two point five. Um, after that was what? Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Uh, that was dumb. Um, <laughs> I didn't like it. Two heels going at each other. Uh, people standing around the ring doing nothing. Uh, those stupid boots kill me. Um. Back down to a 2.0. Okay. Uh, let's see. After that is what? Sasha. Uh, Sasha and Asuka. Oh, that was good. I'm going to bump that up to 3.0 because that was the match of the night, and it was really good, and I enjoyed it, and I loved them for entertaining me. Um, then after that was the women's, right? Yes. Okay, that was a botch fest, and I hated it. So <laughs> back down to 2.5. And then uh, the Roman and uh, McIntyre. Um, I 
could take it or leave it. I'll leave it at a 2.0. I'll, I'll leave the whole thing at a 2.0. I'm, I'm going to be generous because I could have really taken more points off. But I'll leave it at 2.0. Hmm? You're saying that you're finishing the whole show at a 2.0? Yeah, 2.0. Oof. Wow. That's, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, because it wasn't it was dude, it wasn't anything that I that that was like, oh my god, that was such a great show. It was just it was two matches that were good. That's it. Out of all those matches, two of them were good. The rest of them I I could care less. It was just it was it was it was no heat, no barely any storyline. There was there was just, you know, hey, who's better? You know, this is not a survivor series. This is survivor series was was consequences, championships, you know, like uh yeah. Uh, alliances were formed, tag teams fell. Like this is just who cares? Ever since the 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 brand split, this is what we're gonna get. Every Survivor Series is gonna be brand versus brand. Generic wrestler A versus generic wrestler B, and just toss them out there. I think it's hilarious, by the way, that we didn't get a score keep like we have the last few years. They did not keep score. And I love how last year it was like, yeah, NXT's involved, and this year's like, no, never mind. Vince got his paws on it and he ruined it. Anyway. Um, all right. So, Jay, you finished at a what? A 3 2 5? Yes. We'll go finish at a 2, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to start at a 2.5, obviously. Uh, the Miz winning brings it down to a 2. Yeah, I'll give it a 2. I'll bring it down to a 2. Uh, the men's elimination match brings it back up to a 2.5. Um, profits in New Day, 2.75. Maybe even a 3. Yeah, I'll call it a 3. Uh, Lashley and Sami Zayn brings it back down to a 2.75. Sasha and Asuka bring it up to a 3.25. Right, is that where I'm at? 2.75, yeah. Um, the women's elimination match, uh, three, and then, yeah, and then Roman and Drew, three, two, five. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you, Shades. Three, two, five makes sense. Okay. Wow, that may be, like, one of the first times that you and I have ever landed on the same grading. You guys are super generous this time around. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the only match I thought was really bad was the Sami Zayn versus Lashley. Every other match I thought was, I mean, solid. Yeah, I thought everything else was solid. I didn't like the finish to the women's elimination match, but other than that, I thought everything. You know, the men's elimination match I thought was good. The tag match was good. The women's match was good. The main event was good. You know, I don't really have other than the Miz. I didn't like the Miz winning. I didn't like the women's match, and. um yeah, everything else, and I like Zayn versus Lashley. But other than that, I thought it was a solid, you know, nothing crazy. I thought three two five is a is a decent rating. And Tommy Boy also ends at a two point uh, a three point seven uh, a three point two five. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. Looks like yeah. All right. So Ugo was the only the uh, you know sour Sally today. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I, I thought I don't know. I just I I you know it's how many how, will. Yeah, since since you were a little kid, how many of these have we watched? Oh my god! Right, and then oh. every year you kind of remember and you forget, and there's ebbs and flows. And sure, but my god, man, how many of these have we watched? And it just every year they just gets they just get worse. 
and you know, we we try to like it because every every year there's a match or two that's really good. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you you guys like those two matches that were exceptional, so your ratings were higher. I'm 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 I can't like something that's so subpar. Like even the good matches back in the day were the worst matches. You know what I mean? Like the good matches on this card, those two were the worst matches on or or the or the or the least exciting matches. Everything else, you know, it would have been like, you know, let's top this this year, let's top that year. And there's yeah. none of that. There's none of that anymore. I think I think the issue for you seemingly is the the lack of of story, the lack of, you know, relevance to the pay-per-view. Uh because before the uh, the brand split, then you know this current brand split, the Survivor Series matches meant something storyline wise. Even like the, in the decade that I wasn't watching, you know when you had like Team Cena versus the Authority, or you know you had you know there was a reason for the teams that were assembled. There's a storyline reason that had a, a an effect afterward, and so right, and so if if that's what you're looking for at Survivor Series. I totally understand why the brand stuff, the brand supremacy stuff that they've been doing the last three or four years doesn't Done. work for you. I get it. I totally get it. But thinking back and just looking at this pay-per-view in a bubble, I, the matches that they put on, I enjoyed for the most part. And, you know, did they drop the ball on some storyline stuff and some booking stuff? Sure, of course they did because they're WWE. But I try to look at them in a bubble. I try to look at the this show for what it was, and that's what I thought. You know, it, you know what I think. You know what? Not to get too psychological, and I'm going to cut this. I'm going to make this really short. Okay. What I noticed with this with the pandemic era, I'm looking at the screens and I see a lot of kids. You know, mm. like all those screens. Even Justin. Justin's been on there. I see a lot of kids, and I think to myself, I'm like, Have I finally got to a point where I how have outgrown this? Have I have I got to a point where this is it's not talking to me because it's not for me. It's mm-hmm. for my son, my kids, you know, guys that are younger. You guys are you guys are like 10 years younger than me. So mm-hmm. it's like you guys still have that, you know, light in your eyes and, you know, your hair is all bushy and you got little rosy cheeks. And, you know, you guys are still, you know, you're still spry. I think I've completely outgrown WWE. I just watch it, you know, to spend time with Justin and and even Nicholas. Nicholas has been kind of watching it a little bit. I mean, Nico prefers AEW because he loves Jericho. But, um, you know, other than that, I'm like, I I feel like I've outgrown it. That's why I've been giving it such, you know, bad, you know, ratings and, 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 and kind of been wonky on it, been in and out of it because I feel like I've outgrown it, man. I, I don't know. You know, and it's funny you say that because in terms of demographics and in terms of who's watching, yeah, older fans, 50 and up, are the ones that watch WWE. All the yeah. younger fans are the ones watching AEW. Wow. I mean, but then again, that's what, 14 to 45, something like that, is the demographic? Yeah, yeah, 18, yeah. 18 to, 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 to whatever is the demographic that AEW is winning. Where, 18 to 49, right? I think it's 18 to yeah, 49. 18 to 49, and then 50 and up, they watch Raw. I mean, they watch WWE. Yeah. So it's kind of, you're almost saying the opposite. You're saying you're getting yeah. older, and it's making you go away from WWE, but demographically speaking, you're you know a sneeze away from fitting right into their core audience. Which is funny because I'm forty. I'm I'm about to turn forty one, and I could 
I literally could care less about WWE at this point. I need story. I need content. Like I watch AEW and it's like, you know, two hours just fly by. Like yep. two hours. I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, the main event. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? Even watching, you know, every so often New Japan, you know, even, you know, even uh, Impact, you know, like you watch Impact. You're like, you know, th these guys are cornballs for the most part. But I'm like, yo, they're putting on matches and, you know, they're, they're, they're rough and they're, and they're fun and sometimes they get goofy, but they're, they're entertaining you. Mm. These guys are like, they're just putting stuff out there. And it's just like, I, you have the best wrestlers in the world. You have everything, you have the best audio video you have the best equipment you guys could put on a show on the moon if you want to but you don't want to and that's the problem because you're scared of of your of your investors you're scared of the of the of the the tv people i'm like you know like then what's the point then what are you doing what are we doing here i i agree with you for the most part but i don't i don't see where you're coming from for this pay-per-view um I it's thought generic on... to me. It's generic. It's it's boring. It's plain. That's that's you know. That's, Listen, that's, I'm, that's... A, I'm a I'm a I'm a a harsh judge mm -hmm. for WWE. I got gotcha. you. But their last couple of pay per views have been pretty solid. And last, that's what, what was the last something. one? What was the last one? What what, what was the United Hell Champions? Oh, Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell. Okay, Hell in the Cell was decent. Hell in the Cell was decent. I can't. I Hell can't. Night was decent. Night of Champions was decent. SummerSlam yeah. was decent. Like these, the, their shows their are getting stride. better. I hit. The, I think they hit their stride after Mania. Um, I mean, do you remember before the pandemic the the junk they were putting out? Yeah, you know, like the Great Balls of Fire and the Roadblocks and the, you know, they were just really bad. You know, I think I just. I've just been. I'm, I'm waiting for them to punch me in the face with fun. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. okay steadily climbing and they're getting better but they're not taking that giant leap of of really like grabbing me grabbing my attention and and waking up that kid inside of me that used to love this product i hear you i hear you bro but anyway, anyway. We, could, we could we could literally talk about the ins and outs and the downfalls of wwe for hours but we don't want to do that folks that's Dang. what the weekly show is for that's true Anyway, you've been listening to our recap and review of WWE Survivor Series 2020 live from the Thunderdome at the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com. Such grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples, the number two. Jeez. Apple, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us as many eyes on you as humanly possible because, man, do we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill with Oh, wait. Hold on. Time out. Put the brakes. I'm sorry. We did not announce the winners and or the results of the championship and full harvest. Wow. Oh, yes, of course. So the so sorry. standings, the standings are as follows. I retain the Grapples Apples Championship <laughs> with a record of 6 and 2, followed by Joey, Tom, and Fred all coming in at 5 and 3, Amanda coming in at 4 and 4, 
Hugo took the night off. <laughs> and, and Will and Ray battled it out for the Fall Harvest champion. For the Fall Harvest, uh, what do you want to call it? The it's full harvest. That's it. You know, brief, briefcase ain't no nothing. It's a bag. <laughs> the full, the full harvest email. Um, Will and, and Ray battled to a pathetic three and five. <laughs> and we will be giving you guys the update for the next pay per view and the next rules coming into that that pay per view for all the participants. You want me to go over it now, or should I just put it up on the page? No, let's let's let these people wait a little bit. <gasps> All right, so that's not, a, that's not and, a, a prediction. So, in order to 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 finally determine a winner for the Grapples Apples Fall Harvest, just don't forget to check out our social media page on both Facebook and Twitter because we will be putting up what we're going to do for the tiebreaker for Ray and I. Um, and we're going to have all the, the rules and everything you need to know for two weeks from now. Can I do it? Can I do it? Shades, can I do it? Yes. For NXT Raw Games! Wow. Thank you. Um, all right, so, so back to the outro. <laughs> I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespeare and Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined, as always, by my hetero life. May tell them who you are, baby. Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, the general. One in the record books, one more in the wind column. One more for the bad guy, your champion, Shades. He's so we humble. Are, we are joined, or at least for part of the show, we were joined by two special guests. I think we're down to one at this point. Uh, you want to you wanna take over and, intro- and outroduce yourself? That's right. Our boy, Tommy Boy, who's uh, probably napping now, uh, sleeping, and uh, <laughs> myself, the baby maker himself. The child bringer to the world, Big Daddy Hugo. Love you all. So thanks again to the Suburban Brothers for joining us tonight. Uh, Don't forget, everybody, to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad blessing away. Peace. Peace and love. See ya.